friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat 3 Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the characters level up to level 2, and they get a much-needed rest after an extremely busy night. So, several things to go over real quick. First up, I wanted to mention that this is the longest episode of Rule for Combat, I think, ever. Well over two hours. One thing I did on the Roll for Combat Discord channel is that I had a vote. I asked everyone what they thought their favorite length of an episode would be, and it came to be around 45 minutes to one hour. So for that, I have kept most of the episodes for Dead Sons and Plague Stone to approximately one hour or so. However, the thing with Circus is that it's really, really long, and if I kept everything to one hour, it might take us nine months just to get through book one, and there's six books. So this might take forever. So I had two options. I can either, well, have make it go on forever. I could release more episodes, like maybe two a week, which actually is pretty tough. Or I could just make the episodes longer. So I figured you guys could figure out how much you wanted to listen to. If the episode's two hours long and you only want to listen to a little bit now and a little bit later, you can do that on your own. I don't need to cut these up for you. And also, just the way that these are playing out, it's hard to kind of cut some of these episodes. For, for whatever reason, Plague Stone and Dead Sons, it was a lot easier to cut them in half. These have really been hard to cut up. So I have just kept in pretty much the whole rest and relaxation for this episode. Next up, we go into diseases quite a bit in this episode because everyone is suffering from multiple diseases. We got goblin pox, we got filth fever, we have cockatrice petrification, all this stuff. And one thing that's different about Pathfinder 2 versus Pathfinder 1 is that afflictions are horrible. <laughs> they are really, really bad. And I talked to Paizo about this. I said, what is the deal with afflictions? Why are they so nasty? And they told me that one of the biggest complaints about Pathfinder 1st Edition is that afflictions were almost meaningless and that they had no weight to them. And they're not wrong. They actually were almost not even used because they were so blah. What they did is they used the same rule set in Pathfinder 2nd Edition playtests that they have in Starfinder. And Starfinder afflictions are nasty. They are horrible. In fact, if you listen to the Dead Sons podcast, I go into this in great detail about how unbelievably nasty they are and how easily they can kill you. Well, they used the same system, and they told me that during the playtest, they had almost no feedback on the disease system, so they kept it as is. So if you notice a similarity between the Pathfinder 2nd Edition system and the Starfinder system, which already was atrociously hard for PCs, well, congratulations. You cannot fool around. If you get poisoned or you get an affliction, 
it can mess you up. And not just mess you up for one encounter, it can mess you up for many sessions or even levels. Because these things can take days upon days to get rid of. And as most of you know, you usually, you know, adventure pretty quick. Unless you spend a week or two of downtime to get rid of these afflictions, you're going to have to deal with them. So we deal with that a lot in this episode. So if you wanted to know how they work, well, you're going to get a crash course. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I can't remember if I mentioned this or not because I've just been recording so much and playing so much. Uh, I'm sorry if I already said this because I've been just doing so much recording that I can't even remember what I'm recording anymore and I'm too lazy to listen to uh, shows from a few weeks ago. But this is also one episode where we finally get into Thunder's death a little bit more and sort of wrap that up. I'm actually kind of glad this didn't last the entire book one by Plague Stone. Not to ruin Plague Stone, but Plague Stone has sort of a murder mystery that runs through the entire adventure from level 1 to level 4. This one, it was literally the first chapter of book 1. It's said and done. We know exactly what happened, so we don't have to worry about that. But one thing I wanted to mention is, someone pointed this out, is that Dead Sons starts off with a dwarf dying... Plague Stone starts off with a dwarf dying, and now Three Ring Adventure starts off with a dwarf dying. I don't mean it starts off like a couple of sessions into the adventure that a dwarf dies. I mean the very beginning, as in the very first thing that happens, is a dwarf dies in all three of those. And that is weird, that they just keep using the same hook. And not only is it the same hook, but it's always a dwarf, a male dwarf. Even in Starfinder, it was a male dwarf. That is bizarre. And does anyone else know of any other adventures that start off with either someone dying in the world of Pathfinder or a male dwarf dying in the world of Pathfinder or Starfinder, now I think about it? I definitely want to get to the bottom of this because uh, it's just coincidence that every adventure path and adventure we've played starts off literally exactly the same way. That is bizarre. And then finally, I do want to mention all the other things I keep forgetting to mention. The Discord channel, if anyone wants to play, especially in this time, if you can't get together and you want to play online, you can play games of Starfinder or games of Pathfinder on our Discord channel. People are also running online games if you want to play one of those as well. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. It's free to join. We have over 1,300 people on the Discord. We are up to our 236th table created over the last two years, so lots of tables are being made on a constant basis. If you've never done Play by Discord, it's a lot of fun. You can either do Play by Discord, or some people run live games as well, and you can sign up for those. So if you're looking for something to do, head on over there, and that should scratch your itch. Also, don't forget to do check out the Patreon. We have a lot more people that keep joining the $10 Patreon, and you guys have been joining us when we record. Right now, our schedule is pretty much semi-set. We seem to be recording Circus on Sunday nights between 8 and 11 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're recording Black Lodge mostly on Mondays between 8 and 11 p.m. So those appear to be our semi-regular days right now. Sometimes we'll get in another show of Circus sometime during the week. Seems to be on Thursday. So at the bare minimum, if you become a $10 patron, you can watch and listen to us live. You can ask us questions, you can talk to us, you can do whatever you want. 
you'll just have fun. And we invite you, you can actually watch us. We have a, a stream, so you can see the private stream of us playing. And you can just comment throughout the whole stream. You can comment throughout the whole podcast. People do. And everyone else is chatting with you guys. It's, it's a lot of fun. So all you have to do is $10 Patreon, and you can watch Circus and Black Lodge at least once a week. Right now we've been getting Circus twice a week. And so you're invited to anything we do, you're invited to. And if you can't do that, for five bucks, you get everything early. We post it on the Patreon page and everything you get early. And of course, we also do other things like we put graphics on there. We put the original artworks for all the characters and things like that. Also, don't forget, I keep forgetting about it myself just because I've been so busy, is the Roll for Combat Superstar Contest where you just make a monster and you can win money and prizes and fame. It's that easy. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com and voila, you can make an account for free. You can create a monster. It's really simple. You can make some for fun. You can hang out and so forth. Just check it out. You have until mid-June to submit your monster, so you've got plenty of time. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's super duper long episode. Last we left off, you managed to save the camp by killing a druid. What do you know? All those animals going crazy. Who would have thunk a druid was behind it all? But now everyone's sick. Everyone's tired. Everyone's exhausted. You have been trampled on by rats. You've been bitten on by rats. In fact, you have rats on top of rats. There's rats everywhere. On top of that, we have Darius, who slowed after the angry chicken kept pecking at him. Who knows if he's going to live through the night? We'll find out shortly. But if you do live through the night, all of you have leveled to level two. That's right. In one day, not only did you put on a great circus, not only did you kill lots of forest creatures, not only did you kill what you presume is an evil druid, but you have leveled up. That was fast. But let's go through to see if you wake up alive or dead. Let's do some rolls, shall we? Uh-oh. Oh, these are good rolls. All right. So let me look at my notes. Alhara, you wake up the next morning. And sure enough, you do not feel very well. You feel sickened. You feel as if those rats, when they bit you, they gave you something. Filth fever, perhaps? Hmm? Darius, you have goblin pox. Oh, right. And sickened one. And we'll get to goblin pox in a second. Plus, you still have the cockatrice that bit you, so you're slowed one. And we'll get to the other people in the camp. But here's the fun thing. I actually posted on this on uh, Reddit. And I spoke to some Paizo representatives. Because Goblin Pox, a level one spell, looks like the most powerful spell in the entire game. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because you are now at stage three. And there's no duration. Goblin Pox at stage three gives you a sickened one. How do you get rid of that? Well, once a day, you have to make a saving throw to get up to sickened two. And then one round later, have to make another saving throw to get to second one. Stage. Sorry, stage one. And then another saving throw to get rid of the disease. 
Now, does that what sound, a fun game? I know. Does that sound insanely hard? And the answer is yes, it is. But yet, there's more. Uh, isn't the isn't the stage one and two uh, only a one round duration? So isn't it like maybe there's like a fit once per day where he sees how many fortitude saves in a row he can make and see if he can shake this thing off? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. I went through it with the uh, developers themselves. You have How to make it? three saves, or was it, yeah, three saves in a row. And there's no full day of rest sort of bonus sort of thing? Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Veris, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Oh, you can do a full day of rest, but it gives you like All a right, plus well, two or plus four. Yeah, do it. Like that. It's still really useful. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. It, it's it's good. really bad. I mean, the other thing you can do is also get uh, remove disease, which costs money. Um, the, it, it's bad. It's it's uh, it's it's a really bad. And here's the best part: the DC is based on the spell that was cast on you, not of the disease. And the DC is based off a level four monster that cast it on you. So. Good luck. All I'm going to say is get used to being sickened one. That's all I'm going to say. Anyhow, with that, how are the rest of you feeling? How's everyone else? Happen after, and you're fine, by the way, let me tell you. I got a good night's sleep. I really needed that. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Atron probably spent a little time going over their book and... Uh some notes on some of their alchemical ingredients before they went to bed. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. And then when they wake up, they're quick to get to work because they know they need to get ingredients together and uh, components in order to start making up some uh, anti-plague. Cool. One thing we do here, roll for combat, not so much within the game itself, so each PC knows what they did, because realistically, PCs can keep this information completely secret if they want. And if you really want, you still can. But I like to go around so at least the people listening to the podcast know how you leveled up your characters and what cool new abilities you have. What you wish to share is totally up to you. But let's uh, let's go around. Let's do Darius, Alhara, Hap, Ataron in that order of... Uh, you wake up, you're level two, you feel stronger, faster, better. What new abilities and capabilities do you have now, Darius? You go first. All right. Yeah. Uh, so for level two, I took the Stunning Fist class feat, which um, when I do my flurry of blows, as long as one of them hits, the target makes a DC 18 save or you're stunned one. Uh, you're stunned three on a critical failure, So, which is good. That means uh, you'll lose an action or lose all your actions, if depending on how well my enemy rolls. Also, I took the um, skill feat, the um, uh, godless medicine. I think let me check what it says here. I think it's godless. Godless healing. healing. Yeah, godless so, healing. Because Darius is not necessarily, you know, a believer or worshiper directly of any gods, other than oh, there's some out there that are handsome and strong like me. Okay, cool. But um, he's not a, uh, he doesn't have a patron or anything. He believes, you know, in himself a lot. Uh, he gets to recover five additional hit points from a treat wounds or battle medicine. And 
his immunity to battle medicine only lasts an hour, not a day. So anyone who wants to treat him can do so every hour. So, and he gets extra healing from it. So for the rest of this adventure path, I'm going to do everything in my power to make you worship a god. Any god, even for one minute, and that will be gone forever. I'm just telling you. Sure. you that's because that's how gods work. That is right. Yeah. You only get that healing because you're a godless heathen. No, I don't think that's how that works, but okay. It says right it's, there. You can't He knows not, there's gods. You can't he doesn't worship, rely on them. You can't work yeah, that's right. You can't worship or request anything from a single god ever for the rest of your existence. That's good because I have no ability to do so. I can't scream at the mm. heavens and get something. You think that now. You might be speaking a different tune in a few more episodes. I but, mean, I may die very soon of goblin pox, so I that's true. I have a new character. That's true. I mean, let's be honest. If a god convinces you that you can rely on them and they have tangible things to show you, I think losing a feat is going to be a really good trade for that. No, I want my plus no. five hit points. I need them plus five hit points. Um, but, you know, I you know, there's magic. And it's not like he's an atheist. Like, I don't believe in gods or anything. It's just more like mm, they bicker amongst themselves and are fickle with their power. I'll stick to my two fists. And some kicks. So one thing and about a little stunning, magic fang. So one thing about stunning fist that a lot of people miss is that it's an incapacitation effect, which is easy to miss. But I'm going to point it out that uh, that means that if the creature is higher than your level, so any creature that's three or higher, when they make their save, they automatically get one success higher. So a failure becomes a success critical failure becomes a failure and so forth. So you will only be able to stun creatures realistically, your level or lower. Just keep that in mind. That's fine. I mean, they uh, the, the so if they critical fail, they'll just have one action less, that's all. They just fail, right, exactly. For spells, it's double, but for abilities, incapacitation's a little bit better for spells, but for abilities, it's like you basically only use it on creatures your level or lower and that's it. Uh, successfully. I mean, you can still use it, but the only way it would work against a creature higher than you is if they critically fail, and that's it. Otherwise, it doesn't uh, doesn't even affect them. Alhara, what did you do? So Alhara is not a godless heathen, uh, and she is a devout follower of Kyrgyz, and as so, uh, physical fitness and perfection is very important to her. Um, and she works out every day. She never misses leg day. And because she never misses leg day, uh, she has uh, developed some pretty cool abilities. Um, so at level two, I chose to take a, a dedication, an archetype dedication. Alhara dedicated herself to the staff acrobat archetype, uh, which allows her to do a bunch of really cool things with her bow staff including trip and shove, even if she doesn't have a free hand, which I may have done wrong at least once so far. Oops, sorry. But now it doesn't matter because I have this cool feet. Uh, she also gets uh, an extra bump to her her success if she's doing a balance while using her staff because she can use it to balance. And one of the coolest things she can do uh, is it increases her jump so that when she is holding her staff, she can use it sort of like a pole vault to push herself up off the ground and jump even further and higher. 
I also got a skill feat, and for my skill feat, I chose Powerful Wrestler. Uh, it allows me to disarm and grapple and trip and shove uh, creatures up to two size categories larger than me, and I feel like that's a pretty good long-term investment. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of fantastic uh, you know, ogres and things in our near future, um, but I'm pretty sure we're going to face at least one large creature at some point. So I'm going to go ahead and take Powerful Wrestler, uh, and that'll get her some real fancy moves that she can use to, to take down some bigger foes. So it'll be pretty cool. I think you took that just so you can wrestle your big brother and win. <gasps> Gives her an well, edge. That's exactly why. It doesn't give her any bonuses. That would be kind of cool. Uh, but it does give her uh, the ability to do larger things. So even if Hop down the road or somebody puts, uh, maybe Ataran puts uh, an enlarged person on Darius, which would be amazing, Alhara would still be able to take him down. I don't know if uh, enlarged person's on the primal list, is it? Let's look. Enlarge mm -hmm. is arcane or primal. Well, there Second level you spell. Go. I yes. read it. I wasn't actually impressed with it in this edition. So it would have to be half. I won't get that. I think I mean, it's clumsy one and plus two damage, and that's it. Well, it, your reach also increases by five feet. That's nice. Oh, uh, well, yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty good. Reach is big. Yeah, and then at higher levels, it does other things. So, like, you become huge, and you get huge a plus four, plus four bonus to Ooh. damage. Yeah. I know, but that's really good. It's hard to get status bonuses, and a plus four is real nice. Meh. I don't know. Uh, it's a second level spell. I'd rather just cast a fire spell. Yeah, probably. But it's still kind of fun. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, Titan Wrestler is going to be a good long-term investment. Cool. Next up is Hap. Little old Hap. Who knows what Hap did? So, in uh, most RPG systems, it typically takes me like a whole bunch of levels before I feel like the character concepts I've created uh, really starts to, to shape up into the image that, that I intended it for. What I like about 2nd edition is that I can normally hit that by level 2. And Hap is no different with this. Hap is, I created her a long time ago, back in uh, 3.5, and never really got the chance to play her. Then she was always a bard uh, sorcerer. And so that's what level two was for me, was picking up that bard dedication, which I think is kind of bad from an uh, optimization standpoint, but it's just so fitting for me, because that's what I want to do. I want to be a bard that inspires via the use of fire, and so that's what I did. Bard Dedication, which gave me some cantrips that I can use for a kind of bard-like thing, since I don't actually have any performances. So one of my cantrips is Forbidding Ward, which I can use to protect people. One of my cantrips is Guidance, which is kind of like Inspire Courage, just once, and then you gotta wait a while, but it's still gonna work, and it's only like one action, so it fits well after Produce Flame or before it. Uh, and then the other thing she got, which is so good, is I was able to pick up Virtuosic Performer for the dance. Because I really intend to do a lot of, like, kind of martial artsy kung fu dancing while I'm performing and throwing my fire around. And this just makes me that much better at it. Last thing I got that's really cool is I was finally able to fit Magic Fang into my spell repertoire. And I am so excited to slap Magic Fang on old Darius and watch his hands at work. I will teach you that those martial art dances 
and I will gladly accept the magic fangs. You also need to teach me um, the medicine skill because I became trained in the medicine skill this level so that I can uh, start helping my dad recover from the rat diseases. Oh yeah, that's uh, everyone's getting a crash course in, uh, in medicine after all the filth fever, goblin pox, cockatrice bites, rat biting, and all the other things that we have going on. Last but not least, Acheron. Little old Acheron. Nothing exciting happened to them because they always are in the back, in the rear with the gear, always back behind everyone. So did they even get damaged in any of these fights? Nope. Wow, that's impressive. So uh, what are they doing? Acheron is actually feeling perhaps a bit guilty in that while everyone else is suffering, they have not, even though they try to be vigilant and watch out for others. They're taking their interests in uh, alchemy and herbalism to new heights, now being trained in nature and picking up the natural medicine skill feat, which will allow them to use nature to make um, uh, treating wounds checks. And if they happen to be in the wilderness, the GM might allow a plus two, according to the feat. They also learned a bit more from their familiar Chilagosh to cast the Grim Tendrils and the Liberating Command spells. Liberating Command is actually from Gods and Magic and will allow uh, quick help to free somebody from a grapple or a trap. Um, they don't quite realize it at the moment, but they've also picked up the Sorcerer Dedication feat. Uh, some divine ability is awakening in their blood, which will allow them also to cast Forbidding Ward as they seek to protect people, but also to stabilize, saving friends and perhaps even strangers from death's door. So way too much spell casting, I can tell, because Hap has extra spells, Atron has extra spells. This is a lot of spells. This is a spell-heavy party so far. If it makes you feel better, I'm not going to pick up any of the bard spell casting feats. So I'm not going to gain those extra several spells per day. I'm just going to wait until I can get Inspire Courage, and then I'm probably going to be done with bard. Goody. My choices will depend on how the story goes. That's the right answer. <laughs> All right. So everyone wakes up, and Darius still feels like garbage. Uh, Alhara doesn't feel so great after getting bit by them rats. And you also go through the camp, and it turns out that the professor is also racked with filth fever. Elysia herself, that's right, second in command. She's racked with filth fever. And Lisa Flamboni from the Flamboni sisters, she also has filth fever. Everyone else successfully made their saves, which was a lot of people, by the way. I was kind of stunned how many of them made their saves. The DC for Filth Fever is pretty low. Uh, it's not that hard to, uh, to fight off. Unlike, say, Goblin Pox or Cockatrice Bites. Those are, those are terrible. You do not want those even a level two. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Thank God none of you have that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Um, so... Everyone wakes up. 
It's a lazy day because everyone was up so late last night. Although some people do have to still get up early, have to take care of the animals. But there were a couple That's of people. That's me. That's you. That's Hap who helps take care of the animals every day. But then she wakes up and she sees her her beloved professor just sick with fever in the bed. And he's like, oh, Hap. Oh, I don't feel so good today. Oh, too much, too much excitement from last night. These rats, they got me. I tell you, this filth fever, I've had it before. It usually goes away after a few days, I hope. Although, rare, you know, I have had a friend or two die from it. If something happens to me, Hap, just look to your big brother and sister. Dad, sh- 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 nothing's going to happen to you. Here, let me get that washcloth off your head. It started to dry out. I'm going to go rewrite it in the river. And I'll be right back, okay? Do you need anything while I'm out? Do you need some um, breakfast? Sure, sure. Oh, I'm in the mood for turnips today. Do we have any of those? Uh, I'll see what's going on. I know the dwarf throwers are already cooking something. It smells pretty good. So I'll see if I can make a plate for you. And I'll be right back. Oh, okay. So the rest of uh, the rest of the camp, by the way, some people are up and about. Some people are you can see people going through and cleaning out their cleaning out their cabins because especially the Featherfall Five, because she was in there with her rat swarm and the, the cabin was just destroyed with uh, rat feces all over the place. Uh, the camp is definitely needs like a day or two of cleaning, but that's okay. These these circus folk are hardy folk, so they'll be able to bounce back. That's not a problem. Well, before I head back to tend to the professor, I'd like to stop and check in on Darius. Hey, buddy, how you doing in there? Um, I've felt better. Does anyone need any help? Did anyone put a washcloth on on Darius's head? Um. Yes, I have a washcloth. Okay, I'm going to check your washcloth and make sure it's, like, I don't know, wet enough. I don't actually know why people do that. I'm going to make sure your washcloth is wet enough. Because it's cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let me change your washcloth, buddy. No, Alara probably did before she got up and left. Because she would have gotten up at dawn, essentially. Okay, looks like Alhara's done a good job taking care of you. I think you're going to be all right. And everybody uh, Darius else will uh, start to stand up and walk no, with you. No, no, to... no, 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 no. I'm going to push no, no, no. you back down. You can't. I'm well. I... I'm going to try. I'm going to roll <laughs> athletics. Sure. <laughs> I want to see this. That's right. Thirteen. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but what's your what's your fort? I don't think it works. Oh, it's like a eight or something. My fortitude is a seven. Sorry. That uh, means I'm... critical success, right? Man, no. no. That means you have to just failure, but it's not a cri- Yeah, you have to beat seven. It's not a critical failure. It's just a failure. So you try to hold him down, but he... You try to hold me down, and I'm like, oh, you're pushing me. It, it's working. No, I... No, it's not working. And then I get up, and I carry her Darius, under my arm. Like you need to lay down. Darius, put me down. You need to go lay down. I will. You I will. You need to get your rest. I put her... Go out of the... You know, the, the where I was laying, and I, I put half down. I pat her on the head. Let's walk to the water together. I, I'm, I'm allowed to walk. I have well, to stretch anyway. I'm feeling a little stiff after that cockatrice bit me. Well, hey, I'm going to steal your medicine kit while I'm here. I want to use it to help Dad. Uh, I'll come help. I'll come with you. 
You're going to make sure I don't mess it up? Yes, I'll show you how to do it. Let me take the lead. All right, but make sure you wear a mask. I don't want Dad catching the goblin pox. I don't... Do I know if it's, this is communicable in that way, uh, Stephen? Just don't bite him. Yeah, I, 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 I promise not to bite him. That's how rats transfer it and goblins oh, okay. transfer it. I will... Yeah, don't bite him. I'll do my best not to bite anyone. So that brings us to um, a downtime activity. If you want, you can treat disease, and you have to spend eight hours caring for a diseased creature. After eight hours, basically all day, you attempt a medicine check against the disease's DC. And then if you succeed, they'll get a plus two bonus against the disease when they do their check. If you do a critical success, they get a plus four. If you critically fail, <laughs> they get a minus two, by the way. But here's the trick. It only counts for one roll, if, even if you do it all day. So Goblin Pox, that's right. That much worse, because you need to make three rolls in a row, not one. So fun. There are a few other things, just to keep in mind. Uh, Aberton is a real town. It's got about 1,000 people. So you can buy and sell stuff. Like, if there's anything you want to go through, like, we do have some inventory of things you found. You guys did an idea everything. We can go through that. So, and you have a little bit of money. You each got five gold from, you know, the good performance from last night. So you have a little bit of money. And I know Ateron is going to be trying to make some, trying to make some potions. But that's going to take him four days at the minimum. So you have options here just before we get too much. Let me it. ask you this question because I don't think we've ever actually discussed it. Uh, how, how far is the walk to Aberton from our camp? I will show you. How about this? Mm. I love it. Our listening audience will be thrilled. So I am showing the map of Aberton, and each one of those squares is 100 feet. And you can see that your circus is in the upper right-hand corner. So if, let's take out the little handy ruler. So the center of town is only about, only about 1,000 feet away. So not too far away. You know, you could see the main portion of town. So you're about, what, a quarter of a mile? Yeah, this Not is good. Far. It's pretty close. I didn't know if we were, like, miles away. But no, we're basically we're basically in town. Yeah, you're on the edge of town. And as you can see, what's uh, separating you, there's, like, a woods. And you're next to the woods and the river. And to the west, there's some farms and houses and just sort of a ridge. And as I said, Aberton has about a thousand people total. So, you know, good sized town. There's a there's a little road, it looks like, just to the uh, to the north or northwest of the main tent. So we could probably walk there and then just take the road into town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you put your circus in a ideal spot because you need, you know, you wanted it to be out of the way, yet easy for people from town to come and visit and actually attend the circus. In addition, don't forget, another downtime activity is promoting the circus. So you currently have, I think, no anticipation if you're going to put on another show. That's up to you. Right now, you can only put on one show every week. Um, well, that's actually not true. You have... Let me back up. So the way it works is that you have anticipation, and anticipation only lasts for one week. So you have six days leading up to a show to build anticipation. You don't have to put on a show once a week, but 
if you generate anticipation, you only have a week before that anticipation fades, and then people aren't excited for the show. So in theory, you can do it no quicker than once a week. But if you want to do it two weeks later, three weeks later, you can. It's it's totally up to you. Things you can do is like purchase advertisements. Doing that automatically generates anticipation. Right now, there's not a lot. Like if you do one gold piece, five or 20, it does anticipation of one, two or four. Uh, the other thing that really helps is that you promote the circus. And that requires two consecutive days of you going into town and trying to get people excited. And you just have to do a society check. And um, depending on how well you roll, you can generate anticipation equal twice your, twice the sum of your level plus your charisma with a minimum of two. So you can get two anticipation up to a lot if you're very charismatic. And I believe... That might be the only ways you can really build anticipation I th- currently know of. Let me say it's promoting the circus and uh, putting up advertisements. There might be a few other ways. I gotta look. How much time do you have to spend in town doing the promotions? Six days or something, well, up to a week, right? Like to build it up. Yeah, but... I mean, you're not going to spend, you know, like that many hours consecutively. I mean, you're going to go into town it's... for how long? What? Eight hours is most one-day activity, um, and specifically promoting the circus takes two days. I can't afford to spend eight hours in there. I have to take care of the professor. Oh, we are not having another show for at least two weeks until everyone's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to go into town and go shopping with Otteron. Yes, Otteron definitely wants to go. Probably sell a couple things and pick up ingredients for their work. Yeah, so I think the two of us can go together. Darius and O'Hara should get back in their beds and get some bed rest so they can get over this disease and help us take care of everyone else. Oh, Alhara isn't even there for you to yell at her. I'm yelling at one of either Alhara or Vanessa. One of you two needs to listen to me <laughs> and do what I'm saying. Well, really, Alhara needs to hear this, but she's... Well, she's not in her wagon, so who knows? Why don't you convey the message for me, Vanessa? <laughs> How about that? Well, does Hap go looking for her? Um, I just have to assume that she is uh, doing something very important. I have too many matters. It is that have, important. I mean, yeah, I have too many matters to attend to that I can't. I can't micromanage all y'all's bed rest. It's so important. Yeah, I'm sure you're going out for a secret date with Otteron. I see the way you eye them. Mm-hmm. All right. So me and Otteron are going to go out. Uh, does it? What, what's yep. everybody else going to do? Otteron would be preparing things in the morning and looking over their ingredient lists and what they need, as well as what um, we might want to bring to sell, and would come by uh, the wagon that Darius and Alhara use. So perhaps well, you might see us. You might yeah, see us stepping out of it. That's probably when you're coming out. So Ataran would slowly side up and then so, walk just a couple steps behind you. So as uh, as Ataran is approaching the wagon, they see Alhara uh, standing, holding one of the benches, like one of the big logs they use as a bench, um, around the fire, up over her head, uh, and she's sort of standing basically where the log usually sits. Um, and she's just sort of like 
in a squatted position. Uh, her arms are sort of shaking a bit. Her legs are shaking a bit, and there's like sweat pouring down her face. Otteron would frown slightly and continue over to Happendarius. Oh, hey, Otteron. Uh, Sorry, I wanted to roll athletics to see how well she was doing, and I rolled a nat 20 for 27. So she's got a critical success in holding this log up, regardless of the fact that she's sick. I don't know. That's uh, minus one, because it's sick and one, so you only got a 26. Well, okay, but if a 26 is a success, then it's still a critical success for the 20. So I'm in, I'm going to take it. <laughs> but that is true. So 26 total. So real quick, a couple of things. One, you have a crystal vial, which you never ID'd. Mm -hmm. You have uh, the Everburning Torch, which you got from... Uh, you got that from the Ringmaster's cabin. By the way, something else you're going to have to do is uh, perform a uh, funeral for the Ringmaster. Keep that in mind. You have the bag with the symbol of Gozera on it. You have a highly detailed map of Aberton. You have a few handfuls of tasty nuts. You have that holy bush feather token. You found some coins on that dead guy near the cockatrice. That was three gold pieces worth. You found the suit of splint male armor, which is actually worth a lot, by the way. You found that low-grade cold iron pick, which Alhara mm -hmm. has, which is worth a ton of what? money. You found, oh yeah, low-grade cold iron pick. That's worth ton um you found the potency crystal and then you were in the rush last night of killing that druid but after killing her you found hide armor her staff the key to the ringmaster's wagon her really cool rat hood and her sickle so that is what you have in terms of accessible loot shall we say did we already detect magic to see what we would need to identify you did not. Let's just, let's just or even do better, that real quick. Read Aura. I don't think I took Read Aura this time. I oh, know it's, it's so crazy. Good. It is. That's why I didn't take it. I didn't want to just like always take the correct choice all the time. You know. Yeah, it's much better to do the Celeste method of uh, discovering if things are magic items. So list all of the items we're not sure in a line five feet of, uh, away from each other, and then stand thirty feet back from the first one. Detect magic. Step, take a five-foot step forward, detect magic. Step forward, detect magic. And that way you can see if each of them are magic. Is there a way we can just use detect magic and just just and just say it's not silly and, and works? No. You have to do it with the silly method. All right. That is the rule. So Hap is being silly, and Hap figures out that, you know, that crystal vial is magical, and the sickle is magical. Ooh. Ooh. So I think it would be prudent to identify these before we head into town. But I'm not interested in doing that. I'm in a little bit of a hurry and I'm ready to leave. And if I had a watch on, I'd be clicking it with my index finger. So you want to go into town immediately? Yeah, I need to. I need to pick up a few things. I need to get back really quick so I can take care of dad. That is fine. I plan to look over the items myself this evening. Yeah, and then we can totally come back tomorrow. It's I'm just I'm just really worried and look let me go tell dad where we're going and I'm gonna run into the cart real quick. Uh, hey yeah. mm -hmm. Hey Dad, I'm gonna uh here's your new washcloth and I'm gonna run into town real quick for a few things. Uh do, um I'll be right back. Do do you need anything? Do you need anything? 
Darius will come up behind you and put the cloth on his head, and I'll take care of him while you're gone. <sighs> Thanks, big brother. I'll be right back. You won't even notice that I'm gone. The sick taking care of the sick. How lovely. Yeah. If Darius followed after Hap, then Ataran does as well, and says, and you should make sure your sister does not overexert herself. I think she would listen to you best, Darius. Hmm. This is how she deals with uh, sickness. She lifts logs. Yes. I'll see if she needs so. help. Darius would probably know that she does this every morning. Every time. Yep, this is her routine, whether she's sick Just or not. Just make sure she stays hydrated and drinks enough water. I will do so. Yes. Well, Atron, are you ready? Yes, I have enough to get the first things we need for some anti-plague. The rest. I grab your I grab your later. arm and I lift oh, with um, it. Yes. All right, mm -hmm. let's go. Wonderful. <laughs> Do you skip into town like two little schoolgirls? Ataron looks particularly perturbed, but wide-eyed moves along with Hap, just looking somewhat frazzled at the. Close I see. Contact. I see you looking perturbed, so I'm going to talk to you about this. Thanks so much for coming with me, Otteron, for being my escort. Normally, Big Brother goes with me, but I'm just so worried about him. I'm just so grateful that he's not coming into town. And I feel a lot safer having you here than going by myself. So, so thank you. The feeling is mutual. Your talents with fire are quite good. And you survived quite a snake bite. Otteron, I don't think I've seen you smile like that before. It, it fits you. That's good. You should wear it more often. Mm, I, I do not smile much, no. That, that's, that's your story and you're sticking to it. I'll, I'll keep it a secret just between us. Yes, yes. It is expected amongst your people to smile more. Hey, why is Alahara so mean to you? Um, I am... Um, Atron pauses a moment while they're walking and then narrows their eyes. I am not good with people and sometimes accidentally rude. I do not understand right things sometimes. So I have perhaps, yeah, yes, I'm sure um, she is insulted by me. It is my fault. So do not be angry at her. I think she likes you. Alhara oh, is very strong and quite nice. Mm. Yeah, Big Sis is feisty. That's for sure. I just wish she was... I just wish she'd just kiss you already or something. I'm tired of all the mean mugging. That's how it works, right? When you like someone? Um, this is perhaps best conversation for your family. Mm. But, uh, Kissing, I believe, is common amongst your people. Are, are you saying kissing isn't common amongst your people? I thought, mm. wait, are you not our people? Mm, I am not from here, and mm, physical um, mm, expression is far more mm, painful, but um, a strong reminder of your existence and survival in life. There is not much, at least for me and those who uh, raised me, 
not much in the way of physical affection. No, it is um, odd to me and strange. But I understand it is common for you and your people. This is not easy for you to talk about, is it? No, I am very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, you, you are stumbling over your words, and I'm honestly here for it. But thank you for sharing. I won't make you share anymore. Now hurry up. I want to I wanna catch the baker while they get some fresh loaves out of the oven. I can walk faster, but you are shorter, and I do not wish to outpace you. I'll just start running. I mean, I've got your arm linked. I'll just start running. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So- you run into town. Yeah, Atron looking rather uh, perplexed and confused, but dashing along to keep up with Hap. All right. Can I find a bakery? Sure. You could find a bakery. You find a bakery. It's called A Lot of Fun. Oh, that's cute. Um, I want, well, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to see the baker. And excuse me, sir. I would like some, um, some fresh pies and I think I'd like a whole lot of them too. I need to feed like, like 20 people and like half of them are sick. And I think that some fresh pies would make them feel better. The baker is a short rotund man who has been obviously baking since the dawn. And looks over to you and says, Oh, you're, you're from the circus. I heard about you. I had to stay here working. But my family went and they were going on and on about the, the show last night. Oh, oh, what? who are you? Who are you two? I, I wasn't able to go. Well, sir, and I'm going to immediately roll my perform dance. Oh, there we go. Perform dance. Atron hovers just... Oh, that's the the wrong skill. All right, this gets a plus one because I have Virtuosic Performer. So I get a 14 on the die for a 23. So I I, I say, well, sir, and then I do like a cool little spin. And then like, like, like I do like two Shaolin forms. And and then I, and then I stand upright with like my legs, like shoulder length apart and my hand up towards the sky. I am Hap, the Starlight Sparrow. And then I'll, I'll, hold like a little like a little fiery bird but i'm not gonna throw it in his bakery and then i'm just gonna have it wisp away as i snap my fingers oh and he like gives you a big round of applause and he takes out like a really big cookie like one of those big cookies with lots of little chocolate chips and he pulls it out he says oh that's wonderful best thing i've seen all day and he hands you the cookie uh, he's like, here, here, take it, take it. And he sees Atron there too. And he says, oh, you, you too. And he pulls out like a, a different type of cookie. This one seems to have different colors and sprinkles on it and hands it over to Atron as well. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I'm going to, I'm going to take two hands and I'm going to start nomming on this tasty cook. Atron actually smiles faintly, um, as their eyes go a little wide, um, Thank you. I enjoy confections and sweets from your people. This is very much appreciated. And Adoran bows their head. So he's like, oh, pies, pies. We have lots of pies. That's one of our specialties is our pies. In fact, we make them all night. And then usually within a few hours, they're all gone. In fact, uh, because our pies are so popular, I only have them three days a week. And your luck, one of the days is today. Uh, what would you like? 
And sure enough, they have a long list of different types of pies. And if you give me a second, I can even list them out because I know a thing or two. Hold on. Sure. Yeah, I'll sit here. I want pie so bad right now. <laughs> I think I'm going to get... I'm in for pies. I think I'm going to bring five pies back to the circus that should be enough so that everybody has a little bit of something. Hey, Otteron, why don't you go get your uh, your alchemy stuff while I'm picking out pies? And then you can meet me back here and we'll head back to the tent. Um, Honestly, I am interested in pie as well. Well, then stay here. You can help me pick them out. Mm, I, I enjoy sweets. It is not common where I grew up. The baker comes out and says, Here, here. And he shows you. Here are top crust pies, apple, blueberry, cherry, peach and berries, raspberry, apricot and peach, strawberry and rhubarb. Plus we have our very famous cream pies, banana, chocolate, coconut, lime, and our crumble pies, apple, blueberry, cherry, our lemon meringue and key lime meringue pies. And for you, special today, I have pecan pie as well. Ooh, okay. So, um, hey, let's do this. Otteron, I'm going to pick out two pies. And then why don't you pick out two pies? And good baker, we'll take uh, our fifth pie. will be whichever one you want us to take with us. Mm, perhaps the pecan, since this is uh, special today. I was thinking about that, too. That pecan sounds I'm going to pick the top crust and the pecan. What are you going to pick? Oh, um, uh, strawberry and rhubarb and chocolate, yes? You you mentioned no, it? No, 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 you only get to pick out two. No, strawberry and rhubarb is one pie. Oh, that's one pie. Oh, okay, okay, mm. okay. All right, I'll put it on the list. Atron grins. <laughs> and then chocolate, okay. And good sir, uh, which pie is your favorite? He looks around and he goes... Well, if you must know, my favorite is probably the chocolate, but you've already taken one. So uh, I got a special pie. And he, he goes out into the back and he pulls something out. He says, this this I usually don't always give out, but it's a mince pie. I only usually make this for special occasions, and it's not truly something I sell all the time. But you seem to be so into the pies and the sweets. Uh, so a mince pie, I think you'll rather enjoy. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to take this back to the family and just watch everybody's faces light up as they taste these delicious pies. Excellent. So with that, and then he pulls out and he drops a couple of uh, extra like cookies and some like sweets into a bag and hands it over to Otteron and Hap just as a little bit of a side for fun and extra. You're too kind. Thank you so much. Otteron, say thank you. Yes, thank you very much. How much do we owe you, kind baker? Are you looking up pies in the core rulebook? I'm actually looking up goods and services. Otteron's like, oh gosh, do we need to go sell some stuff so we can actually pay for this? (laughs) No, they're not that expensive. No, they're never that expensive. But I actually don't know. I'm a little out of their pies, not cars. I know. Well, I used to know this for Pathfinder first, but for second, I don't know what like because the money system's so different now. So it's like a little off for me. Um, it's probably a couple of copper per pie. Yeah, it's something like two that. copper. Oh, it's table sixteen 14 And I know these are pretty good damn pies. I'm gonna tell you that right now. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? Bottle of wine's one silver. I'm gonna say these are. He's like, well, you know, uh, we only have these pies three days a week because they're so popular. <laughs> so uh, it's it's. Uh, and he almost looks embarrassed. He goes, it's five silver, one silver per pie. Um, would it be all right if I gave you eight silver? Eight silver? But I have to give you three more pies. Oh no, no, this is enough. I just, I just, I just really, I, I like what you're doing here. I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. And actions are better than words, so I would like to give you eight silver, sir. Oh, okay. And he takes the eight silver, and then he quickly like stuffs a whole bunch more cookies and brownies <laughs> and like other little like, like you know stuff into a bag and hands it over to Ataran. And I think Ataran, I'm gonna. I'm going to say Otteron has a big old smile on his face and he doesn't even realize, sorry, they don't even realize that they're smiling that much because the smell is infectious and something no. is coming over them. You're totally right. This is one of Otteron's secret likes. So there I wasn't expecting Quite this kind happy. of character development for Otteron. I know, wow. But uh, yeah, Adaran would be smiling quite <laughs> happily. And uh, even Chilagosh, uh, the dark raven on their shoulder, seems to be like leaning in towards the bag. And Adaran kind of like waves a finger at them as if they're going to try to dive into the bag and eat the pies on everyone. I just, I'm just going to, Hap's just going to turn around and see Otteron and your and your bird looking into the bag and she's just gonna smile warmly and knowingly because it's it's nice to see you happy so you have pies you have buckets of treats and cookies and brownies and rugula and hobentashen and god knows what other cool fun confectionaries in here so with that, what else do you wish to do? There's a whole town in front of you, and it's still very early. Ataran wants to, with just a focus on getting some alchemical ingredients for now and selling the other things later after all is identified so that they can start their uh, crafting, um, they're going to look just for some of the common uh, herbal ingredients that they need for anti-plague and maybe some... Uh, small vials and such to carry it or small flask, whatever's available. Sure. And so the way the crafting works is basically you still you still pay whatever it costs. The only difference is is that you spend half of it up front and then depending how well your craft roll goes after four days, you can either spend the rest and then craft it or you can spend extra time and then it's cheaper. For things like potions... It doesn't really, you know, it's not really cost effective to craft them that much because they're so cheap. But when you're getting into magical items and very expensive items, spending a couple of extra days crafting can really add up. But right now it's it's almost negligible because how much is a potion? One of those, I think it's like three, three gold per those potions. Yeah, I mean, if there's some available to buy there's definitely some available to buy there's definitely some available to buy otherwise you'd have to spend 12 gold to make four because you do in batches of four so you would have to get like six gold worth of ingredients and spend four days and then another six gold if you succeed your roll or less yeah yeah although i don't have 12 off hand so 
I've got five on me. Well, you don't have to buy four potions. You can buy one. You can buy as many as few as you want. That's up to you. And you have stuff you can sell. So it's up to you. Yeah, I think Otteron will get some ingredients, and then maybe we can buy a couple for six gold. You just tell me how much you need, and it's yours. Yeah, so Otteron would say, if you can give me a few gold pieces, we can get a couple uh, anti-plagues immediately to help your siblings or your father, the professor, and that way we can make sure everyone is... Well, we'll see... Who needs it the most first, perhaps, and then we can give it to them. And then meanwhile, I'll start on some others being brewed. Later tomorrow, we can come back with things to sell and perhaps buy more immediately. How does that sound, Hap? Hap just tosses you her whole gold pouch. Take what you need, friend. Oh, it's for oh, the oh. good of the group. Y- yes, very much. Um, ag- Agreed. All right. I will buy a couple and buy some ingredients as well, and then... Tomorrow we can settle things up after we sell anything else. Okay, now hurry up, though. These pies are getting cold. So what's the potions? I forgot what the exact treat disease or what, what's that called? Again? Oh, I'm just making anti-plagues, which Anti-plague, are um, alchemists. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Which is three gold. Um, so they, they just help with uh, disease rolls. So lesser anti-plagues, three gold. So you're going to get two lesser anti so that will be six gold pieces now each of you managed to get five gold pieces for the performance and then you found three gold pieces on that dead dwarf i presume you guys split it between the four of you that's how i normally roll unless people really give me a stink and you don't want to split the gold let me know otherwise i default to that so each of you have 5.75 so we'll do the math later um, I kind of am a stickler when it comes to bookkeeping, especially when it comes to, well, buying stuff, because eventually you're going to start wanting really good things and they get expensive. So it's important to keep uh, honest inventory. So I will take care of that later. So you spend six gold on lessers, you spend eight silver on pies and confectionaries for everyone else. You didn't sell anything and you can go back if you're done. How much of mine did we spend so I can keep my own books too? Uh, three, and I spent three of my own okay. gold. no, perfect. That's all I needed. All right, let's head back. Yes, let's go. Well, plus eight silver, so someone spends eight silver. That was 100% all of half's money, the eight silver. So 3.8 for half and three for Atron. And you go back, and not much has changed other than everyone is kind of up and about. More people are awake now. All right, so I got to head back to the professor and I gotta let him know that I'm here, and I'm gonna show him that I've got a whole bunch of pies for everyone. Did Darius and Alhara want to do anything while we were gone? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna help take care of um, the professor and anyone else who needs it, and then you know, you know, treat them with anything they need if medicine checks or way or what I can do, or um, when Ataran comes back. If those anti-plague potions are something that she can make today, I'm sorry, they can make today, then um, we'll use them. Other than that, he's just generally helping out and seeing if he can um, mostly, you know, get the professor up and running. Well, if you want to help out the professor, you have to spend all day with him. And I'm going to do that. Okay. 
So if you want to just do general help, you can do general help. If you want to do specific help, you have to spend all day with them. You got to hold their hand. You got to read them stories. You got to put on puppet mm. shows. You know what Darius normally does. Mm. All of the above. I'm taking care of this man. People love Darius's famous puppet shows. I use my old socks. Please take performance and then specialize in puppet shows. Please do it. <laughs> what about um, Alhara? Alhara, if she... um, So she's watching uh, as she's holding up this log uh, for a good portion of the morning. Um, and she has, with her, her boot, dug two little notches in the ground. Uh, one at the edge of this shadow. And uh, she holds the log up there until the sun raises high enough in the sky that it's moved to touch the other... Uh, the other notch in the ground. So she's sort of telling time by that. And after about an hour or so has passed, if she is not bothered, question mark? Not bothered. Cool. Um, after like, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour, somewhere in there, uh, if she's not bothered, she is going to uh, heft the log uh, back down where it was and sort of be a bit shaking because that's a lot of physical exertion for a bit. Um, and then give herself a quick uh, dip in the stream, washing off her face uh, and I think it's about this time that I think she, it hits her about how, you know, that she's not feeling well. Like, even though she's pushing through pretty well, she's like thinking, oh, I should probably go lay down. Um, so she's going to spend a lot of the rest of today uh, in her uh, in her bunk, taking care of herself. Uh, just, you know, trying to trying to get over whatever this thing is. It's giving her the shakes a bit. Okay. Yeah. Then if uh, I guess if. um Hap is going to be mainly the one taking care of the professor. Then Darius will also just lay down and help himself to get over this goblin yuckiness. Oh, goblin pop. Good to see you finally back. You look like you need the rest more than I do. <laughs> this is uh, not a great situation. Last time you had that many spots on you was when you bothered all those bees. That's not Bothering bees. That's what I do. I it, The honey... The promise of honey was very strong. <laughs> uh-huh. I think you just wanted the mead that comes later. Well, yes, that's what honey is. That's what the best use of honey is. The mead. I don't disagree. Are you actually going to take it easy today? I think we deserve a day of rest after yesterday. Uh, yes, I, th I think that's, that's going to happen. Uh, only the professor and I think one or two other... People are in distress. Eliza and the Flamboni sister. Yeah. So if we stay close and help when needed, I think that's that's going to be good. Uh, I thought this was going to be worse than it actually was. I don't know. Have you seen yourself? Go look in the pond. I'm avoiding that. Cover the mirrors. Let me just lay down. <sighs> Honestly, I, I don't even want to go out there. After everything that happened yesterday, like, I just, I have so many mixed feelings about it. Like, the show is fantastic, but we had to scramble because of, because of what happened to Myron. I'm still trying to deal with that. And that woman, I, uh, she, she killed him. She killed him over some complaint about, I don't know, farmers farming. I don't uh, understand I, I, it. She was unhinged. I don't believe, unless she's saw some direct 
slight from simple farmers. I think she was purely upset about something her, only her in her mind was an affront. I guess. You don't plan this much and, and, and gather and twist creatures to your whim because people are farming. She was ranting about some corruption. I don't I don't know. She was not well. I don't mean I'm no farmer, but it looks fine to me. The grass is still green, ain't it? The trees are still have leaves on them. Yes, I mean maybe if there's a bad crop, bad crops are bad crops. I understand. Uh, I don't believe a rat druid should be murdering farmers for having a bad crop. I know what was with that cloak. <laughs> It didn't say druid enough, just uh, being unwashed and followed around by animals. She's going to wear this like giant oversized rat hood. I think I'm going to use that hood in, in the act. <laughs> you should. Oh my gosh, that thing is ridiculous. <laughs> but seriously, what are we going to do? Everyone was looking at us last night like like we knew what we were doing. I... <sighs> Well, I mean, I know we grew up in the circus, but like, like we know how to manage one of these things. Most of what we were doing was just guessing. I feel like, I feel like we just got lucky. It's a little bit of both. I think we, we made the right guesses and, but also we've been doing this long enough that we can put the right things first. Well, you know, far more about how to run a circus than I do. I was always, I don't know, trying to challenge myself personally and, you're the one who made friends with everyone, figuring out how everything works. I've never really, I've never really understood the intricacies of it all. Mm, I feel that uh, if you're well liked and everyone is agreeable, things go more smoothly, whether or not you know what you're doing. Do you really think we have to wait two whole weeks before we can perform again? We were just getting a chance to be on our own, and then all this happened. Well, I mean, I'd rather perform with everyone well. And not make guesses. If we take two weeks, we take two weeks. If it takes less, excellent. Not all of us are still sick and, and wounded. There's, I mean, there's plenty of acts to go around. We have more acts than we can put on in one night anyway. So we might as well make use of who we have. I mean, the, the dwarf throwing brothers, they didn't even get a chance to go last time. Well, that's a good point. We'll, we'll see what, how, um, how everyone is faring at the, after a few days. Yeah, I suppose. You know, I was thinking, you have a pretty big, boisterous voice. You could be the ringmaster, if you wanted. I, I'm not saying I don't want to do my show with you anymore. I have a great time. I just, if you wanted. Um, we can mix it up. I'm, I have no problem. Whatever the um, situation demands. Well, I'd probably have to work out a new act anyway. Well, definitely. We should definitely also have our own solo acts. Just to mix things up a bit. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It's just so much changing all at once, and I miss Dad. Yes, uh, so do I. I kind of hoped he would have been there to see us, but I'm sure good old slave mistress is keeping him working. Uh, I hope what we've done hasn't put him in any trouble or danger. Yeah, I worry about that. I still don't know why he didn't come with us. I don't know. It's it's strange. It's as if he wanted to stay for reasons other than just working at that circus. I don't know. It's mysterious sometimes. Yeah, I suppose. 
you know, it's weird. It's like, it's like he just didn't want to leave Eskadar for some reason. He was just insisting on staying in the city, and it's not safe out in the world, and I don't know, he just seems paranoid. It's kind of odd, don't you think? Yes, yes, that's, that's, that's odd is the word. Maybe we can, I don't know, visit him one day when we know if, when he's close with his circus, we're moving with ours, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And he has his reasons to do what he wants. And he's letting us explore on our own. And that is certainly admirable. Letting us <laughs> find our own way. I'm hoping I'll feel better tomorrow. Go in town. Promote the show if we're going to have one this week. I guess we'll know better tomorrow whether or not we'll have enough people ready to do it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll see about sending him a letter. If there's anything you want to tell him, go ahead and just write it down, seal it, I'll send it along with mine. Hmm. Yes, we'll try and send him a message. It was such a great show, though. Honestly, I don't think we could have done a better job. I don't think the ringmaster could have done a better job than we did. I was impressed with everyone. <laughs> everyone except Axel. Gosh, that guy. Uh, well, honestly, it was better. It happened right at the beginning. But also his birds were sick. That's true. I guess I shouldn't blame too much on him. He just he just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. <sighs> well, I suppose maybe we can do it again. Although there was some magic in the air, that's for sure. Mm, that's... Oh, and did you did you see the feather fall five? Uh, no net. It no was amazing. Net. That I think that was the turning point. That that, that was the point we we said yes. Our circus is I felt really a little good. guilty, though. I know that they were pretty upset at Mistress Dusklight for making him do the same thing, and I I didn't remember that until after they were up there. But, oh, gosh, it's just the danger, the thrill. Like, oh, oh I want to do that. It, seems mm. it was great. Just the challenge of it. And, uh, hopefully next time there won't be any more insane druids. So I'm assuming the, the second show will be much more easy to get done. Uh, oh, by the way, oh, not uh, to bring the room down, um, what do we do with our beloved ringmaster? Do we know what faith he was? If he can, I don't know if we know anyone who can, uh, how, you know, how does, how does, what should we do for a ceremony or something? I don't know. The professor knew him best. I'm sure he'll have a good idea of what to do with him. Because I sure don't know. We'll ask him when he's, uh, maybe in the morning when he's a little better. Yeah. Uh, we should probably do something with him soon, though. He's going to start smelling pretty bad. Hmm. We'll ask Atron what the best thing to do is with a corpse. Yeah. They sure know a lot. We should do something tonight, perhaps. Yeah, probably. Like a service or whatever. I don't know. Why do you ask them? I will. So you can um, do whatever you want throughout the day. If you're going to rest, you can fast forward the day a bit. Since, well, it's going to be a lazy Sunday at this rate since uh, everyone is uh, recovering. When Atron and Hap get back, Atron would produce the two pre-purchased um, anti-plagues and suggest um, perhaps the professor, but otherwise 
uh, the Darius and Alhara should have it in order to ensure our most capable um, people are well in case we come upon a bad situation. That's a great oh. idea. Yeah, uh, who are you presenting it to? Otteron would present it when they arrive with Hap to both Alhara and Darius and then ask I'm assuming you would want perhaps the professor to have one now just in case but then the decision of which and Atron would look a little mm, conflicted looking between both Darius and Alhara I'm not sure which of you is perhaps feeling worse at the <sighs> moment Let's just keep it around, and uh, we'll see how things go in the morning between the two of us. But definitely get the professor his vial. I'll and, be um, fine. You you take it. I'm. Uh, I had a really good workout this morning, and uh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling not too bad. Maybe a little. Very tired. strong. Yeah, you're looking not too bad either. Wink. You have to say <laughs> wink because it's a podcast. No one can see me doing. Oh, that. thanks. Yeah, no, that's important. <laughs> yeah, you have to you know, say wink. Hap, if you want to bring this to your uh, mother. Okay. Uh, after that, do you want to help me hand out some of these delicious pies? Alhar, Darius, did you see what we brought? Do you oh smell my God. what we brought? I will let pies. you do that. I should get to work. But uh, thank you. No, no. I'm going to need your help. I need people who aren't sick helping me distribute this. It's a big camp. Look, there are, there are many others who are not sick. We'll, we'll have it for dinner, sure you know, as a here. treat. All right. I just wanted you all to have something nice while it was warm, but fine. I should get to work, but then. Atron, before you, you go. Um, yes. Let, let's discuss the matter of the, the ringmaster. Ah. Um, what uh, type of service should we give Thunder? I suppose. I suppose that depends on his religious beliefs. If we are aware of them, I do not know. I do not know. Perhaps a generic ceremony, or at least, do you have any advice on how to uh, care for the body until we hey, do I'll, something with it? I'll just go ask Dad real quick, and then Hap immediately runs off. You meet Dad, and he tells you that... Uh, Thunder followed Phrasma. Okay, thanks, Dad. Uh, I'll be right back, though. I gotta tell everybody else. And then I'll run back and just jump in the room. Guys, okay. So I asked Dad, and he said that Thunder uh, was a Phrasmarite. And what does that tell us? Can I make a religion roll? Sure. Hmm, I'm not usually supposed Ooh. to make it, but that's okay. I just realized. But that's oh, all right. You rolled a. That's all right. You rolled terrible. I rolled an eleven. Yes, <laughs> I know. did. Yeah. Hey, I just learned a lot about religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know much about her. She presides over birth and death and fate and prophecy, and you know that she has a throne in the bone yard and she judges all the souls. But you know, other than that, you don't know a ton about her. Like what her weapon is or domains she's extremely popular i mean it's one of the we at least know what like the what does a phrasmite want done do they get buried do they get burned is there some other thing you know is there a temple in town i mean or like a small little cleric shack or something a shack a cleric shack yeah, like it, love shack i was about to yeah, say a yeah, love it, shack. like a shrine 
it's just, oh, I mean, that's a different uh, priest. Hello. Uh, but, I you mean, know, the prayer shack is a little old place where you can light some candles. Yep. Prayer shack, baby, prayer shack. <laughs> prayer shack, baby. Sign says, stay away, demons. <laughs> well, more like stay away undead. Stay away undead. Oh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, Phrasma hates undead. So taking measures that help prevent undead, like blessed areas, um, carefully guarded graveyards. but Fire. Funeral, yeah, I don't think funeral pyres would be anything she'd oppose because that helps prevent the body ever being raised. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think that's probably what she would go for, if I had to guess. Phrasma, as you all know, hates undead. And in fact, once you even get judged by her, you can't even be raised or resurrected. Because, like, you... Uh, Short of a miracle or wish. Yeah, that's right. There's a PFS scenario where you go to a Phrasman funeral. Really? No. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? I can't remember the name, but I'm looking for it. I want to say it's your seven. Hmm. I'm 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 in the process of kind of writing writing this funeral in my head, and it's looking like so. Here's what I've got, and then and then I'll put all this together, and then Vanessa will find the right thing and we'll throw it all away. What if we had like like <sighs> a ceremonial ledger, which we could use to write his deeds on, and some of, and, and like everybody could come and write a memory of thunder on the ledger and then we could burn it with the body what about that not pretty good that's very good also i think someone should take one of his more famous um circus speeches like you know to rile the crowd up and give him a send-off the way he would send off the circus you know at the end thank you you know that's good that's something good. like that myron thunderstencil takes his final bow I'm having trouble finding it. That's okay. That you rack your brain, Acheron, and you think you figured out that because Phrasma hated undead, that she would want everything possible to have the bodies either sanctified or buried on holy ground or burned, anything to make sure that they never come back as undead. Okay, so Acheron would say, from what I have learned from your people and traveling here, Phrasma is a fierce enemy of undeath. So anything we can do that honors the body yet ensures its sanctification in a tomb or burial or cremation would be best. Oh, uh, can we have this conversation in front of the professor, by the way? I feel like his opinion is more important than any of ours. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. So the professor says, I'm sure Myron would have enjoyed that. In fact, why don't we put those pies to use and the chocolates and the cookies and have a feast tonight and roast them in a pyre. Right now it sounds a little ghoulish, but I know Myron well, and he would have enjoyed going out with a party. Well, then that's what we have to do, right? And a party it shall be. I'll maybe get we can all, some beer. Maybe we can all give him one last gift for all the things he's given us and uh, and send it off with him in the in the funeral pyre. I'd like that. 
Okay, so you can all gather that up. And although, you know, the professor and some of the other members have been resting and recovering their wounds, they are circus folk, and they are used to working through diseases and broken legs and arms and so forth. So it should be okay for them to, you know, spend the day resting, have dinner, and not necessarily party hard, but at least take part of the party a little bit. So, we can do this all together. We will have the combination of funeral party, funeral party? Funeral party pyre party of Myron. In addition, we can have people making rolls, because it'll be at the end of the day, to see if they get better or worse. Dun, dun, dun. So you have two of the lesser anti-plague potions. That will give you 24 hours of a plus. So however you want to do it. And then I will say whoever did the day of bed rest, you can then do whoever was doing the resting or taking care of them can do their medicine check. Who, who wants to do that? So Alhara did not have one of the anti-plagues, but um, she insists that Darius take it because, oh my gosh, all those spots and pox all over your body are disgusting. <clears throat> but she's going to use treat disease on herself. So it looks like you can only uh, treat disease on one creature. Um, so borrowing the healer's kit, the healer's tool that Darius has, uh, she's going to uh, attempt to to do that on herself. Now, it doesn't say it's a secret check. So should I just roll medicine? Right. So you spent eight hours. Um, I guess after your workout, you then spend the rest of the day taking care of yourself. Yeah, the workout is uh, is very important to her. Uh, but other than that, the rest of the day, she's taking it easy. She's taking care of herself, uh, keeping herself clean uh, and cool. Clean. Forever unclean. Sure, go right ahead and make that check. All right, I rolled a lousy four for an eight. You do not succeed at treating yourself for disease. That's fantastic. Well, you got the you got the bad roll out of the way. So bad roll. So now I need the fort save, right? Now you need the fort save to see if the filth fever gets better or worse. <laughs> oh boy. Big money, big money, no whammies. Seven for a total of twelve. Well, here's where it gets interesting. I'll say everyone has a hero point, right? So you can re-roll. Oh, yeah, I spend that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do I that. I was mm -hmm. thinking of that. You were going to probably do that. Even worse. Oh, my gosh, worse. <laughs> Nine. Um, yeah, you go to stage three. You are sickened one and slowed what? one. Oh, my gosh. That You're sounds like the a worst. bad time. Yeah, that. Welcome to the party, pal. That's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty bad, actually, because you know there's only a couple stages past this and then death. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can die from this? Oh, God, yes. Darius, what are you going to do? Uh, the same. I'll uh, I'll take that potion okay. that I was given by Atron. Okay. Does that give me plus... Does that stack with the, the rest or no? Well, you need to actually... She took your healer's kit, so you don't have a healer's kit, so you can't, you can't treat yourself what? for the day. We're in the same room. Right. We're in the same room, yeah. We're sharing it. I thought I took your healer's kit. Oh. Could you have bought me a healer's kit then? Could we have bought a, an extra healer's kit if that was an issue? I got plenty of gold. I don't need it. Yeah, we didn't... I don't think, know that we realized we couldn't share one. Um, I mean, you can... Ooh, healer's tools are expensive. They're five gold. Damn. 
I mean, that's how much I just made. Yeah. So it's up to you. I yeah. mean, it's uh, if you, it's up to you. If you want to buy one, you can. If you want to share it, you can. But obviously, in combat, it's something you probably want to have available. Of course, yeah, it was on in my to do list. Right. Yeah, it was on my to do list to like buy one for myself anyway. So if now is the time that happens, okay. then I'm. So we'll give you a healer's kit. So now you each have one. Okay. Healers. All right. So Darius yeah. and I can share the new one, I guess. Well, Darius had one, so now now you each have one. All right. Okay, so first do your medicine check against the disease DC, and I will tell if you succeed or not. So does taking the potion help with that at all? Item bonus. Item. Like, if it if it doesn't stack or if it it's, it's either or, I won't take it. If no, resting, it is an item bonus, and treat disease is a circumstance bonus. Mm-hmm. Excellent. The so, question is, is resting a circumstance bonus also? That's the question. Resting only affects hit points. Treat disease is an action that you have to do in downtime. The uh, long-term rest only affects um, hit points. and It's not the same thing. Okay. So you, so, if you drink it and you succeed yeah. at this, you get a plus four or more. Okay. But for a certain number of rolls, the potion only works against one roll. The first roll. I think oh. that's backwards. I think the potion lasts for 24 hours and treat disease is against your next roll. Right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. The anti-plague lasts for 24 hours. Plus two. So that's always going to be there for the next 24 hours. Correct. Yep. I made a mistake. Sorry. That's okay. So medicine check. Right. Go right medicine ahead. Here we go. Hey. 17. Plus what? 17. Uh, oh, I fell. It's the goblin pox. You fail. Holy cow, you 17 fail. fails? So you, do not, you do not manage to treat the disease as this goblin pox is Brother, dynamite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really, really, really hard to get rid of. So you're not going to be able to treat yourself with that. And, that, and the However, potion only added two? Because oh, I but forgot the, you're sickened, so you get a minus one to all your rolls too. Throw. It's even worse. <laughs> oh, I don't get a save until I the treat potion the will add. To I think you're about to do your when, save when when you try to actually save against it. You get the okay. save um, at the end of the duration. So since you got bit in the middle of the night, you're essentially making your saving at throw at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing it now, so for fun. So. Give me a fort save. I presume you're drinking the potion. I am. So drink the potion. Oh, hero point. <laughs> okay, okay. Use your hero point because that could have gotten that could have gotten even worse. Yay! Wow. Okay, that's a 18 for 25. Now it's a minus one, so it's 24. But then a plus two, so that's 26. Critical okay. something or other. Not even close. No, not close. Not even close. That's how nasty this is. So here's the good news. You feel good. You've went from sickened to sickened one and slowed one. I don't know how you actually got worse, but it's actually better. So now you're stage two. The last one round. So you got to make another fort save. You got to make another fort save to get rid of this box. Plus two. Plus two. 19. No, it's actually plus one. 18. It is? Oh. Because you're still sick in one. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go back down to stage three. You're sick in one. Once yes. oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it's so bad. 
Might have to hire someone to get rid of it for you. Yeah. Well, I got good news for you. The the cockatrice bite is a completely separate save, and it's not a disease. So you can give me a fort save for that to see if you shake off the uh, the slowed one. <laughs> nope. God. <laughs> that, that's an 11. Uh, if it can get worse, it would, but it, actually, it's not true. That wouldn't have gotten any worse. No, you're still slowed. So, Darius, ain't doing so well. Sorry. Oh my god, wait. This is this is this is gonna be eroded so hard. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think so. No, it's not. There's only like two diseases in the entire Pathfinder that does this. And goblin pox is one of them. I looked it up. I think it's three, actually. I think it's three diseases. Welcome to hell. Yeah, well, this yeah. is not a not the fun part of uh no, it's not. this. <laughs> Let's see how the other members do. First, we'll do we'll do Lisa. Lisa, how's Lisa doing? Lisa Flamboni. Her sister's been taking care of her all day. Let's see if her sister managed to help her. Oh, yeah. Sister easily manages to help her with the filth fever. So she's going to get a plus two to her roll. Let's see how she does. 23. She's fine. Fit as a fiddle. What's the big deal? This filth fever. Ha. So simple to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, that actually brings you to... If a disease, does it bring you up one? Is that how that works for disease? Or is that poison? Yeah, so every success lowers the stage by one, and every failure increases the stage by one. And if you get to stage effectively zero, then you're cured, then you're done. Is there any chance that 23 is a critical success? She had a uh, 22. So it's not a critical success. Oh. And she will get to roll one more time. Because she's in stage one, and she's just a carrier. Hmm. Oh, yeah. now she gets a 20. Gone forever. She is completely cured. Next up, Elysia with her pet snake. Let's see if she does how she does. You don't want her to die. 21. Sorry, 20. Well, really, a 19 because she's sick in one. She also manages to go to stage one. No problem. And a few hours later, let's see if she can just fight it off. 23! No problem whatsoever. Lysia has completely gotten rid of the filth fever. I don't even need to use hero points. And then finally, we got the professor. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, do I have permission to save my hero point for the professor's fortitude save? We'll see. <laughs> oh gosh alright I'm going to make my, med my medicine check uh, for tending to him all day and as part of the all day treatment I'm going to slip that anti-plug into his water so that he drinks it okay. okay 23. is that a critical success? A 23 just misses critical success ah oh, so close very close right. though by 1 so you give him a plus 2 so all together he'll get a plus Four to this roll for the very yes. going from stage two to stage one. So here we go. But it's actually he's sick in one, so it's a plus three. Twenty. Okay. Was that a twenty-four? Twenty-four. That's twenty-four. That's critical success. Critical success. <laughs> he manages to go all the way back to completely healed. You know, Alhara and Darius, maybe you should have me roll for you next time. I am <laughs> no way. I am the best daughter. I was I rolled the seventeen to fourteen to sixteen and nineteen to seventeen. I am on fire, guys. I'm fine. Fireable. I can perform. Uh, yeah. 
put put me in the ring. Ohara, I'm okay. Ohara is filthy in stage three. Darius oh, is Gobblepog stage three and still turning into stone slowly from the cockatrice bite. Excellent. No, it doesn't get worse. It just stays the same. Slowly gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> A statue dedicated to Goblin Pox. Otteron's going to sell everything and just buy anti-plagues. That's right. That's right. Oh, this Can I funny. identify this sickle in this vial? Maybe. Sure. <laughs> Look, while you're... Oh, that's you had all day. You could have done that. All right. Yeah. What are you, what are you using? Um, occultism, if that works. Sure, what's that, plus eight for you? Or um, did it go up by one? Everything goes up by one. No, it's still plus eight. Well, it was plus seven last week, so now it's plus eight this week, so. Uh, oh, okay. I'm doing that from memory. Well, I'll tell you the secret. Here's the secret. At level one, pretty much everything's plus seven. That's kind of the highest you can really be. So it's usually what you use. So it's, it's almost always, it's always between like three and seven. And seven's usually the highest. I rarely see that above. Fighters can get above, but that's about it. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. That sickle, you easily know that that is a plus one sickle. <laughs> nice. And the crystal vial? Crystal vial. Oh, yeah. You know that that crystal vial is definitely a lesser anti-plague. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so it was alchemical. Oh, well. Well, we'll still need it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that's it in terms of things you didn't ID via magic, by the way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Atron's going to plan to sell quite a few of these things to wear. So you have the plus one sickle. You got all that other fun stuff. You have the two characters on death's door, and you got a big old party! Woohoo! So everyone celebrates the party. Everyone's having a good old time. The professor's up. He feels better than ever. Elysia's up. By the way, her snake has the goblin pox, Darius. What? What? Yes, that's what her snake has. And here's the funny Great. part is, her snake is totally fine. Her snake fought off that goblin pox no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Otteron wouldn't really be celebrating, would be checking in on everyone that they knew were sick, um, including Darius and Alhara. Oh, I'll be at the party. Right, but Otteron won't really be partying. They'll be checking in oh, on that's everyone fine. there. Hat wants to sulk, but she knows that uh, Uncle Myron would have wanted everyone to have a good time, so she does her best to have a good time. Everyone's having a good time. You are circus folk, after all. And although it's sad that he died, everyone's very happy that you were able to find the person responsible. And, in fact, in a sort of weird ritual, people are passing around the hat and are putting it on their head and doing funny things with her rat hat. And people are having a good old time. Does anyone want to <clears throat> say anything? I'll, I'll go first. I'll forever be thankful to Myron for giving myself and my brother a chance to perform in the big ring. Um, I feel like he was one of the people that changed our lives forever and changed our lives for good. And for that, <clears throat> for that, I will always be thankful to Myron. To Myron. 
to Myron. Everyone's mm. like, to Myron. And to half Myron. of them lift up a tankard of mead, and the other half of them lift up a piece of pie and shove it into their face. And with that, the pyre is lit, and it goes up in a huge bonfire, and people are even taking marshmallows and small pieces of meat and cooking it over the fire, which is strange, but not unheard of, as you are celebrating and having a party. And uh, it's, it's, it's the way of the circus folk to always try to see the good side of things, although everyone's going to miss Myron, and everyone loved him, and he's done so much for the circus. It was uh, unfortunate that he was killed during his... Uh, it was unfortunate that he was killed by this crazy woman. But it's a dangerous world out there, and at least he's going out in a blaze of glory, in a party, in a way that he would have celebrated. And on top of that, everyone also feels, after doing a perfect show, that maybe Myron was looking down on them and gave him a little bit of luck. That's sweet. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna ask Dad to approach the fire with me because I want to, you know, pay my respects, and I don't want to do it alone. And then I'm gonna walk up to the pyre. I'm gonna walk up to the burning body, and I'm gonna pull like a little a little brass pin off of my lapel and it's it's a little bird it's it's a little trinket that uncle Myron got me a long time ago when i was still just a little bitty kiddo and i'm gonna put it in i'm gonna put it in the pyre with him and i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry a lot but i'm gonna try not to but i am gonna cry a lot darius will come up and uh and comfort you a little and put his hand on your shoulder and give you a little hug I give you a big hug and then cry even more, and I can't control it anymore. He just hugs and kneels and lets you cry right onto his goblin pox ridden shoulder. Oh, yeah. I'm going to step back a little bit. Thanks, Darius. I won't bite you, I promise. It's fine. Uh, Darius will pay his respects by simply saying, Your name is Thunder, and I promise. In this circus, I will bring the thunder. He walks away. So during this party, you see a figure approach from the north. And he's holding his hat in his hand. And you look up and you, you recognize that it's the mayor of the town. And he, he sort of signals and says, is, is, is this a good time for me? Uh, do, do you mind if I uh, approach? Uh, looks like you're having a party of some sort. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Oh, please. Please come, 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 come over. I'm going to wipe tears away. We're having a celebration. Come eat some pie. <laughs> says, oh, oh, so, so, so nice of you. Thank you. Thank you. And he takes some of the pie and uh, he, he takes off his hat and he's, he's holding it before him in both hands. And he says, oh, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to see me. Uh, my name is is Jay Aber, and I'm the mayor of this town. If you if you don't know, I saw your show last night, and it it was spectacular. And he's he's like talking to everyone, not just uh, not just you as a group, but the whole whole uh, the whole circus and everyone. 
brings up a, a cheer hearing how great it was. And he says, yes, yes, I, I was so excited that, that you brought your show and you entertained the folks of Aberton. We really needed something like that with everything that's going on. And, and that's why I'm here. I, I, heard, I heard this morning that you and your people were attacked by someone for Aberton? Is, is that true? Yes, a druidic woman. Perhaps not from your town, but from your nearby environs. Oh, she she was going on about <clears throat> trouble with nature and the farmers destroying the land. She, she, I don't know. She seemed to be raving. She wore a rat hood. Hmm. He, he, he like, thinks about it for a second. He's like, ah, I, that explains a lot because... Since before you even showed up, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that you got caught up on this, but we've been terrorized for weeks before you were even here. And that explains it. Maybe she was her behind all this, this mischief and terrorism that's been going on in our town for weeks. She seemed tormented and convinced there was a great danger to the land and that it was dying. Unfortunately, as foolish in her actions as she may be, druids are connected to the land. So perhaps she knows something and thus we should investigate further when we are ready. Do you have anything uh, from her? Any identifying uh, equipment? Perhaps I could figure out who she was or where she came from. Here's this rat hat. A hood that looked like a screaming rat. Hmm. Yes, are those common in Abaddon? No, no. Did she have any hmm. identifying marks? Do you have uh, any of her equipment? Uh, bags? What about this backpack? And the sickle. Show the backpack with the green patch on it. He looks at it and he says, Oh, are you sure this is hers? Hmm. No, but we found Not it in sure. the woods. She had this sickle. She used it on me a few times. He's looking at all this. He goes, that's that bag. That has the symbol of Gozera on it. And he thinks for a second. Oh, no. Can it be? Oh, no. Was she from the, the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning? I don't... I don't see how anyone from our town would be involved in such villainy. And I can't believe that anyone at the Hermitage would be so either. The Hermits, they're kind, humble, pious folk. They're dedicated to Gozra. Their master is a man named Harlock Hemdell. He's, he's a fine person. He loves animals. He loves nature. He, he's he's someone I truly call a friend. Honestly, it's impossible to imagine him having anything to do with what happened last night. Oh, and he seems all perturbed by this. He's like kind of racking his brains, like crumbling his hat in his hands as he's talking about this. Unfortunately, there is magic that corrupts the mind and the emotional state of others. That might be the culprit. Perhaps it was not intentional. Either way, she is dead. He says, yes, I, I figured as much. 
I doubt she had much of a chance against such fine folks as yourself after the show you put on last night. I'm surprised she even bothered to challenge you. Oh, but the Hermitage is so strange. I mean, the town and the Hermitage, we don't always agree on everything. I mean, Aberton's had some challenges lately. There's been little rain, and the fields are dry. The heats has withered the plants, and we got a cold snap that froze what survived, and uh, the winds pulled up what's left in the topsoil into dust storms. And many of our wells have dried up, and the streams, I've never seen them so low. Some of them have vanished completely. And, and now... Ataron just kind of goes wide-eyed and looks between the other player characters, between Alhara and Darius and Hap. Hmm. He says, oh, oh, it's it's this nature. And, and I know it goes in cycles. I know many of us, we figure we just need to be patient. You know, the rains, they'll come back. And and we we, we hope that we'll have fruitful soil once again. But I know I know some of the hermits have blamed us for this current blight. For what? I don't know. She was ranting about this when she attacked us and nearly killed everyone here. Well, she did kill Myron. She killed our ringmaster. Oh, that's... I don't know why. I mean, we have nothing to do with this. We're just farmers. We can't control the rain. They're worships of Gozra. If anyone should be able to control the rain, it's them. Uh, has anyone spoken with them? Maybe we should speak with them. We may have to. <clears throat> Seems inevitable at this point, yes. I don't want another one sneaking in. Disease-ridden creatures getting everyone sick or killing anyone. I really do not think we can allow such so perhaps it is best we speak with them well directly that's i mean we're the ones we're the ones who face the druids so it makes sense that we would go and talk to them about what's going on yes i agree well well that's actually why i i came here is that we have other items i want you to maybe help us out with oh, i'll tell you what the hermitage is extremely private and difficult to get to and they don't allow anyone to visit them. I'm friends with Harlock. Now I'm going to go first thing in the morning and talk to him personally. Because they're very, very secretive. So let me go first and see what I can find out. But in the meantime, I was hoping maybe you could help us. Because things have gotten really, really bad. A few... Weeks ago, Hamenia got attacked by a wild boar in the street. Aberton's Miller, Sierra Hofton, her and her family, they've gone missing. And we have nowhere to find them. And no one's to blame them if they left town. Maybe they were driven off. I, I'm not sure. And of course, I know, I know. You think I would go to the sheriff with this. She's always kept us safe, but no one's found her either. We can't find her. So I'm, I'm desperate, I tell you, desperate. We, we need someone. We need heroes like you. If you can look around, I heard how you protected innocent people here last night. I thought maybe, maybe 
You can do what you did for them, for us. I, I beg you, I plead. <coughs> it would be my pleasure to help you, but we have, at least my sister and I, and a few, a couple of us here, were uh, attacked by that druid and made sick. If, if we can get an audience with whatever group she was with, maybe they can lift this malady from us and we can help you. He thinks, he goes, well, again, the hermitage, I'm going to go talk to Harlock about the woman who attacked you last night. Perhaps I can even get admission to talk to them and see that they're harmless. But I'll do one better for you. I'll, I'll grant you an audience with my own personal physician and pay for you to have those diseases removed so that you can perform... And if so, you can perform these services. So how about it? I will do what I can to have your diseases treated. I'll go to the hermitage. And if you can look into these mysterious goings on for the last month, can we agree to that? Hap will step forward out of nowhere. We'll do it. <laughs> if it means, if it means caring big brother and big sister, we'll do it. Sounds fair. Very fair. Thank you for your for your kind offer. I will appraise your physician. Please have I some, love it. Please have some meat and pie. He says, Oh, thank you, thank you. You're you're kind folk. Uh, circus folk. And he's like seeing everyone dancing around. He's like, ooh, ooh, that looks exciting. It's like, you know, sort of leans over to Hap. He says, You know, I've I've always wanted to know how to juggle. Does anyone here know how to juggle maybe they could teach me well we do you see that couple over there that's the flamboni sisters they juggle fire you want to go talk to them come Ooh. on let's go talk to them Ooh. Uh, uh, okay and after that i want you to meet my best friend in the whole world his name is mr bardoff and you're gonna love him oh bardoff you're <laughs> yes. the bear Roar! He shows up. It's like ah! He's like all freaked out as the bear. <laughs> the bear shows up. And the bear like doesn't act. The bear kind of knows. It's sort of he's like puts on the fake growling attacking act. Like he's like Roar! charging at uh, the mayor, and he's screaming, throws his hat at, collapses on the ground, and the bear just jumps on him and starts licking his face ferociously like a dog. That's my boy. He's a, who's a good bear? Who's a good bear? I give him pets and just rub his ears, and I just love him so much. Yeah, he's both uh, uh, horrified and delighted at the same time that Bear wasn't eating him. And he's like, oh, oh, oh I, I didn't see him in the show last night. Yeah, Mr. Bardoff wasn't feeling so good, so he stayed in his, he stayed in his, in his cart. So with this... The uh, the professor hears all this, of course, and calls you all over. He he sort of motions you four to him. Uh, we we go to him. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Walk over, still with a slight distrusting look, but I walk over. So I heard the I heard all of that, and uh, I have an idea. What I'm going to do is I'll send the members of the sideshow of Everyday Marvels out into Aberton, perhaps to gather some information and spread word about your heroic 
defense of the circus and heroic deeds. Perhaps we can find out a little bit about these mysterious goings-ons. That's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. And just as a little side note, for those of you who don't know, the professor no longer is a performer or a showman in the circus, mostly because he has a weaker voice now and he's older. So instead, he headlines the sideshow. But unlike normal sideshows that are in most circuses of like sort of freaks of nature and sort of oddities, his is the sideshow of everyday marvels featuring... The Bearded Man, a six-foot-tall, broad-shouldered man with long brown hair, a full beard, and a thick mustache that thoroughly obscures his features. He's famous for having a beard. That's right. A really magnificent beard. It is a magnificent beard. He's also very skilled at portraying accents and mannerisms from all across the world. The professor claims that the bearded man is an exact double of a significant political figure who must conceal his identity and live on the run. Assassins want to kill him, and rival agents want to kidnap him for their own nefarious purposes. And he always tells different stories of the bearded man's narrow escapes. But he never confirms exactly who he supposedly looks like. Next up is the tattooed woman, Thalia, with a middle-aged woman who is bald, fit, and covered in complex tattoos. Most noticeably, she has a rock that spreads across her back and several resembling gemstones. She normally wears a simple cloak with a hood, revealing each of her tattoos before explaining what the illustration represents. She loves to show off her tattoos and always gives witty stories, each with morals about caring for the earth, revering ancestors and other aspects of Santori spiritualism. She uses her time in the circus both to entertain as well as enlighten those. Next up, we have Hesper Metajax, the unconjoined twins. They're identical twin sisters in their 30s. And they spin elaborate tales how they were separated at birth and never knew the other existed until very recently when they met by chance at the circus. They talk about incredibly parallel stories of their lives, of bizarre coincidence. One married a miller named Smith, while the other married a smith named Miller. Each was cursed by a different witch on their wedding day. One sister for not inviting the witch to the wedding, and the other for disturbing the witch for too many invitations to their wedding. Both have four children. One had an eldest child drowned, but the other youngest child died of thirst in the desert, and so forth and so forth. The strange coincidences never seem to stop, and when they talk, they talk, completing each other's sentences continuously. And finally, the most popular attraction by far is Chubby, the dog-faced dog. A large male beagle that was just a puppy 
when he was subject of the awakened animal ritual that gave him human yes. intelligence yes. and the ability to speak common. Chubby is amazing. A, Chubby is offended by the idea that he might quote belong to anyone. He's looking at you, Hap. No, you're my buddy. <laughs> Who's my big buddy? He's like, please, Hap. And he speaks like with an English accent, all dignified. <laughs> you know that I am not your possession. I have my own being with my own free will. Please do not dignify me as a dog. That's right. And who's a good boy, too? And who's a good boy who my buddy who liked to ear scratch? And I'm scratch his ears. Who liked to ear scratch? Yes, that's right. I know Chubby liked to ear scratch. I do enjoy the ear scratch. <laughs> this kind of thing. Oh, Hap, that's, that's not fair. You know I enjoy the ear scratch. Of course I know what my good buddy likes. According to the professor's outlandish tales, Chubby has traveled the world, survived uncounting amazing adventures, dined with heroes, villains, religious leaders, and monarchs. He doesn't dispute anything the professor claims, and he just says being a dog does have its advantages. So that is the sideshow, and they will be able to go into town and quite quickly, elegantly, and surreptitiously find out clues and information about this whereabouts and report back to you tomorrow. All right, cool. All right. I can't wait to hear what happens next. <laughs> and then both of you can go into town and maybe, just maybe, get healed. Let's see. How does treat disease work, shall we? Oh, God. Yeah. I hope so. I'm so worried about you two. I want to sell stuff. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> which, I mean, I can do between sessions too, I guess. So, yeah, the skill, treat disease, no, the uh, as a downtime. The spell. Oh, the spell. Remove disease, that's it. Yep. Remove disease is a third level spell, divine or primal. Takes 10 minutes to cast, uh, affects only one creature. The healing magic purges disease from a creature's body. You may attempt to counteract one disease afflicting the target. So you make a counteract check against the DC of the disease. Damn. Well, fifth level caster has a better chance than the... Uh fourth level uh, goblin pox caster so and i think they counteracted you just lose the whole thing goes away you know that's not like you have to go through the steps it's just yeah. gone so it's just yeah gone. i think counteract is just a spell a better do that if it just yeah. give me some dumb roll that's that does not magic that's just that's just roll well the thing is they can do it again so if it fails they can just cast it again you know I guess uh, blow a spell slot i mean that seems for a third level spell that seems a little much Shouldn't it just actually, make it the works. disease go away? No, it does. It does make the disease go away. And in fact, it even works. Even if they fail, they can still do it. Because if it's lower than than them, they succeed. It's very powerful. It, it pretty much, it, the only time it doesn't work is if the disease is really strong or they critically fail. So yeah, the counteract check's pretty easy. It's a spellcasting ability modifier plus proficiency bonus, which is where that fifth level is going to really help. Uh, plus any bonuses for counteract. So they're already looking at a plus seven without their stats. So it's going to be a nice big bonus to get rid of this thing. Yeah, you should be okay. <coughs> oh, sorry. Is that me or you? I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much a 95% chance or so that it's going to succeed and get rid of it for you. But we'll find out next week on Three Ring Adventure. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> How cute.
You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to extinguish any flaming party members. 